in hey, Rob, 20. Sh- sh- oh, hit the music. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing. If somebody shushed me, I don't think I could get more mad in my entire life. Okay. Now this is going to shock you guys. I recently took a personality test. It's not important why we were doing personality <laughs> tests. Uh, here's the thing is that I got, and this is going to shock you. My personality test I got on the Myers-Briggs Russell, the entertainer. Huh? Is that a shock to you? Very surprising. And what's really weird is that as soon as I got home, do you know what I could play on the piano? It's crazy. A little faster, you piece of shit. What I could play on the piano. (laughs) You guys know I actually have this on vinyl. I have the sting on vinyl. You don't. Uh, The fuck I don't. I do. How do you have this on vinyl? Got it from my mom's house. Oh my God. It's so good. This was always the song where that kids were like, hey, I can play guitar. And then they'd play it like, here, let me set this to 50% speed and you'll see what it was like to hear these kids play at home. They'd play it like this. They're like, oh yeah, I play, I play piano. I play piano. I'm like, this Wait, is I not. I did not know you could slow down videos on YouTube. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, you can slow him down. Okay. Rob, Rob, can you confirm? Can you um, slow him down on Bing too? Can, oh no, I mean, Rob, I, I'm also gonna need you to confirm one more time. Can you um, slow him down on incognito mode? <laughs> <laughs> and Rob, 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 can you also clarify if you need to quick hit X out of a folder? Does it slowly close or close at regular speeds? Oh, don't do it. Oh no, don't do it. What? Boy, this is really long at half speed. I gotta tell you, I never noticed there's a case of fat tire there. God, I've seen this video so many times now. Yet yeah, it only has fifteen thousand views. Oh yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> I never realized it's so mean. Wow, guys, you know what? I think the second episode of the night oh, off to a great start. Yeah. We're totally dialed in. All right. Okay. I'm going to close. I don't care what you guys say. In 2024, friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums. Did you see the first comment on there? It said, (laughs) I remember seeing this on the attack of the show years ago. That means someone who left a comment there has gone to two sources to find that hot sauce on feet video. You're fucked, dude. You're fucked. It's powerful stuff. It's powerful stuff. In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums decided by Rolling Stone magazine. Don't fucking shush me. (laughs) This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to make this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. By the way, how many people listening to this are actually sitting back, do you think? Like I don't, there's nobody like reclining in a chair listening to Beck did it better, right? Like this is something you do when you're like, oh, like anytime you're doing the shittiest thing possible, you're like, well, I've got to fold all this kid's laundry. Better put on Beck did it better. Like we're associated with agony, except for that one person who has sex to us. Wait, there's a person who has sex to us. Well, I assume, right? (laughs) It has to happen once. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like opening your incognito mode the next morning. You're like, oh. God, I'm a oh. disgusting. It's like hearing my voice right at that moment. Uh, please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. I mean, and if you got to go to incognito mode, it's bad, right? You do. Yeah, you, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And then maybe if you're like 
a member somewhere and incognito mode, you got to sign up for Google through that. You got to remember your Google password. <laughs> oh my God, it's almost impossible. <laughs> uh, we're up to album 171. And from 1988, we have Sonic Youth with Daydream Nation. Guys, and I'm going to tell you right now, I've been texting you about this today for this album. I have a great rolling going. Okay, you so do. get ready because my rolling going is so good. Okay, I'm well, just going to tell really you. set it up. It's you good. Really set it up. Okay. And I maybe I have a couple songs about Aaron. All right, let's turn on. Speaking of songs about Aaron, or I don't even remember what the song is. Let's turn on the radio and see <laughs> what's on. Well, the song is called "Teenage Aaron," so I'm going to guess that this one might be about. Aaron. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so Rob, are you going to have to issue an apology next week? <laughs> you want to change it to "Teenage Rest or Bad Here"? Uh, let's see. I got to actually. I have no recollection of what this song is about. Let's turn on the radio. What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome to K-Rob. It's been a while. It's been a while. I've had a number of people call in. They said, why is Aaron so obsessed with his Halloween costume? Well, oh, yeah. folks, I figured it out. Oh, yeah. Aaron got dressed up for Halloween. He decided to go as Pitbull. It's true. Made his wife dress up as friends. I think that is kind of strange, don't you? (laughs) Now I'm thinking, and I know what he wanted to do. He always wanted a version of Prince that he could screw. Oh, no. He always wanted to have sex with his favorite singer, so he made her dress up and wear those platform shoes. But the joke was totally on Aaron, because his wife wanted to have sex with Pitbull, too. Mr. Worldwide is Whatever who she takes. wanted to screw. When you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time, Wow. Aaron, I, don't, I don't know if we talked about this. You sent the picture of you. Did we talk about the picture yeah. last week or not? I don't think so. No, we sent a picture, and it was you know, a couple couples. And yeah. it made me wonder, like, you're kind of at the age where your kids probably go with to school with parents that are like in their early twenties, and it looked like the other people might have even been older. Like, yeah. like, what is the span <laughs> even of older parent? Than me. What is this? Even what older is this? Me. Yes. What is the span of parent ages? That are at your kid's school. Is that a fair question? It is a fair question. I would say, so yeah, there's one couple that I think might still be in their 20s. Maybe early, maybe early. No, I think they're in their 20s. Uh, yep, friends of, of my son's. And then there are many people in their 50s. And I would say the bulk of us are in our 40s. But I could uh, not believe it. When I took Amelia to like schools, like preschools and stuff, every set of parents was like, seven to 10 years older than us. And I was like, I thought we waited. I thought we kind of like had a good time together. Like I thought we were kind of older parents and it's like, nope. I mean, compared to some of Jenny's people in her hometown, we were like, we could have been grandparents. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. And and I was like, but these people were so old with young kids, like old enough where I was kind no, of there's, concerned. There's hey, Rob, like one... How old were they? Yeah. Russell, <laughs> they were so old. They had gone through 339 jars of mayonnaise. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> I would say yeah, of the people that I know very well in the first grade, there's just one couple that's in their 
early 30s, everybody else late 30s, 40s, and 50s. So there's, there's no one where, like, you could be their parents, though. Um, I'm sure there are. I just don't know them that well. Sure. But, yeah, there, no, there have to be, yeah. But, I mean, not many. Not, like, yeah. Wow. What a flex. <laughs> I could be your parent. Hey, <laughs> let's have a the play The picture date, looked like son. it was a, a variety. It looked like it, it was, was a variety, a range, no, it was. right? Yeah, because I, we, were th- we were out with the youngsters. The youngsters were dressed. No, that, that those youngsters were dressed as Beavis and Butthead, and they had no idea who Beavis and Butthead were. They were like, oh, we had to look this up. We didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, well, we didn't like we, the, theme, the theme was MTV. They were like, they're like, oh, we just Googled something and like dressed up as Beavis and Butthead, but like wow. that's not means nothing to us. No, it was like, it was wild. Like, were they like, why are you telling us not to whack it in your trailer? Like, why, why do you keep saying, why does this guy keep saying, don't, it was whacking it into my trailer? They're but, like, what the fuck is this like, guy talking about? Like, talking to them made me feel old. And then, like, the num- the sheer number of parents at this thing who were like, Oh, I really wanted to go as Devo or like, I really wanted to go wow. like multiple people went from as people from a dire straits video. Like I was like, Oh, I'm not oh, the old one. Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man. Like, I'm actually not the old one. Hey, character. I'm dressed up as my favorite character in a Genesis video. It's like what that shit was on VH one. You know what I mean? Like if it right. was on VH one, you're too old. Right. No, it was a lot of that. That's like, you know what? That's the official yeah. Beck did it better. This is our next shirt. If your Halloween costume is from VH one, you're old. Oh. Okay. Hey, charity, get ready. You better open up your bank place because you're getting a lot of money from us because we're going to be donating to you with that great shirt <laughs> idea that I had. <laughs> hey, Rob, is it uh, normal to get wood? <laughs> yeah. Aaron's like, hey, can I get you TP for your bunghole? And the guy's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> I'm serious right now. <laughs> TP for my bunghole. <laughs> I am Cornelio. I need TV for my bunghole. I watched so much Beavis and Butthead. Like, it's wow. amazing. I can think at all. It was so I good. I am the it, great Cornholio. <laughs> <laughs> that shit still makes me laugh. I it just it's You wonder just, how I ended up here. Oh, it's so good. And then I saw the teacher and I was like, I'll never end up like that guy. All right. So. <laughs> Kick me in the jimmy. <laughs> I've got three guys here who want to talk about Sonic Youth. And it turns out the thing they love the most about Sonic Youth, the size of their ice. It's little pellets. Okay, that's Sonic Ice. Oh, pellet ice. It's, yes. it's pellet ice. My school now has pellet ice in the machine. Yes. And then also has spa water. During lunch, they put out big things where they have cucumber and lemons in the spa water. And so I'm like, I'm addicted to the spa water. I break down two bottles. I fill one. I fill the other to fill my original bottle. And then next to it, they had apple, cinnamon, and sugar water. Right? And so I... Gross. Filled up my cup twice with it. 40 ounces. I drank 80 ounces of this water. It's so good. I go down to the weight room. I'm drinking it. And some kid goes, what is that? I go, it's apple water. He goes, I just saw it come through your straw. That's not water. And I go, no, oh. no, 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 no. I go, no, this is water. And I drink it and it's just brown. It's totally opaque as it's come up. And he goes, bro, that's juice. And I was like, no. I was like, no, no, no. You know what I mean? It's like a scene where like somebody just ate somebody they're related to, you know? And they're like, no, no. I go, no, it can't be. I just drank 80 ounces of this today. I could not drink 80 ounces of apple juice. It's in water. I can't drink 80 ounces of juice, please. It's a lot of juice, Oh. I am uh, speaking of the uh, Rob, you can you pull up the Russ is a dumb shit soundbite here in a second. Last week I told you I was in right. the Dominican Republic yeah. and there's this place called El Shavan and it's kind of this beautiful old Mediterranean city. It, 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 it looks like it's been there for hundreds of years. They've got an amphitheater. 
They've got like all this, um, you know, cobblestone roads, all these beautiful old churches and everything. And we would go there. We would eat there every night. We went there three, four, five nights. And the last night, like the third, one of the last nights we're there, we're sitting there at this beautiful Italian restaurant. We're having a great time. I'm saying like, man, this is so amazing. This like ancient city, like right here in the Dominican. It's so cool. And my uh, my Dominican Republic goer, she says, dude, this isn't an ancient city. They like rebuilt this like 20, they built this 20 years ago as like a tourist trap. And I was like, no, I don't think so. I think this has been here a long <laughs> yeah. time. And she's like, no, dude, you're an idiot. This is like, oh, you, like they're like, you, this, look at how perfect all those roads were and all those buildings where you think this was what it was like. And I was like, no, they probably just rehabbed it. I'm pretty sure it's new. We yes. looked it up. It was built in like 1982. Russ is a dumb shit. Oh, right. Russell, I, you know what? <laughs> Russ, uh, here's the thing, Russell. First of all, way to not back down. Okay. Second of all, uh, I went through that ring in the in the river, that right over the ledge of that. Oh, that, that, oh that. my Russell, God! Don't even oh. say that. What? Oh, what? My editing tools broke. I can't get rid of that. Don't say that, Russell. <laughs> my laptop just caught on fire. That is so funny. The idea that she's like, I think it's a new city. And you're like, no, I think it's old city. And she's and it turns out she's right. And you just take a ring and whip it as far as you can. It's so funny to me. <laughs> this is Rob's joke about the about the tip in real life. It's like it's like putting out oh, the cash and taking yeah. it away, but it's like oh. holding out the ring. Oh. Like, oh, actually, oh, it's now I'm opening the box. Oh, I'm I'm getting close <laughs> to getting down on one knee. You better treat me right. I, I like the idea that Russell's though is like looks around and he notices the city museum is right next to the iPhone store and he's like, no wonder she knows so much about this city. <laughs> she was right there, broke her phone last Old week. Day. All right, listen, okay, guys, I want to remind you, my rolling going today, very good. So get ready for it, okay? Get pumped. I've been texting you about hey, it all wait, week. Who's who's on this podcast? Yeah, well, introduce listen, us. we've What's got three deal? guys here. Who love the ice. We've already talked about it. Okay. The apple juice. Remember the bits? Okay. So good. Now, I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? And don't say tired. Uh, I'm good, Rob. Say it. Don't spray it. Let's talk about Sonic Ooh. Youth. I've got Russell in Minneapolis. Russell, how are you doing? Guys, my Pequeno Silver Rocket. You can't stop it. It's burning a hole in my pocket. Nice. Wow. Now, guys, usually I use this time to make some jokes, okay? But I want to be very serious about this. I actually got an email from somebody off podcast songs. that said one of the people on the podcast with me did an excellent owl impression. Well, I don't know who it was, Aaron, but it's one of you guys, okay? And please don't interrupt me again. I was thinking... Uh, Aaron in California. Aaron, how are you doing? Hey, I don't know any lyrics from this album, but I'm excited to talk oh, about it. So let's didn't let's even try. I didn't sorry. even try. <laughs> I had a day. Okay, now just say you're it. No, you're it. You're it. Now it's the had I written a whole uh had I written a whole parody song to closing time before I listened to the album because I thought that this was that <laughs> band? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Something, maybe something about that. You wrote a parody song to Semisonic. Well, no, I think it's, well, that ice. I mean, think of the size of that ice. Semi, it's going to be even smaller. God, I'd love that. About half of, it's, it's about half the size of regular ice. A Semisonic would get my packages to me so much faster than a regular Semi. Uh, all right, so <laughs> let's get into the voicemail. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. I was desperate. <laughs> Uh, 
on the Beck line. 802-277-BECK. What a letdown. 802-277-2325. Hey, boys. It's Krista. It's been a long time since wow. I've got a few things to catch up on. When you were talking about the Buddy Holly crash, and they didn't make it very far. I mean, they, bar- they barely made it out of Iowa. But um, a friend of my parents <laughs> lived in the farm next door, and the next summer he was out cleaning the wreckage with that oh. farmer and oh, no. picked up oh, no. something that looked like a rock. But this is grim now. He for some reason had the urge to put it to his head and it fit his head so it was actually like the top what? of someone's skull. That's oh, what are we what are we doing? Oh, oh. No, no. <laughs> Dang. I'm not picking what? that up. Matt or Aaron, you're gonna have to pick it up. I'm not participating in this. All one. right, who's who who could this possibly be? Hello? Hey baby. It's me, it's the big Papa baby. And I just heard that story about the skull, and I gotta say, (laughs) she took the top of my face and put put it on, onto her head. She found my crown on the ground. She put it on her head and spun around, round, round. So I just wanted to say, hey, baby, it's the big Papa, and I want to say thank you for picking up part of my skull, baby. It's really, that's great, Papa. But that's what I thought about when you were talking about Buddy Holly. And now I have another thing to admit. When I used to be a studio dancer, like growing up, one of my dances was two Chantilly Lace. And it was a trio. Oh. And we didn't have any boys because not a lot of boys danced at my studio. And so I had to be the boy in the dance. And now every time you are talking about the big bopper, I just feel dirty about the role I had to play in that dance. And I never really paid attention to the words. I just like the sound of it. And now I can't stand it anymore. And I'm wondering if there are any things that you used to cherish in your childhood, but now you're grossed out by or um, just disgusted by now that you know more about life as an adult. Okay, that's it. Bye. So I don't think we're getting the full, like she says the voice, or she's talking about the dance. Like they definitely, she was definitely like lip syncing to this part of it. A hundred percent. She had, here's what I'm picturing. Tap shoes, right? White gloves. <laughs> a little bit of makeup. Suit. Just a little bit lots of tasteful makeup. Yeah. Lots of jazz hands. Yeah. Lots of jazz hands. And the parents are like, oh, wow, they're doing the big bopper number. I love this one. It's so good. Can you imagine if you're an all-female dance crew and the teacher picks out Big Bopper, it might be time to find a new teacher. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's the best choice. Uh, Can I tell you something that disgusts me now that I realize I did it? Okay, and if you're going to say cake mix, I never ate a box of cake mix. That is a rumor that my dad has been spreading about me. Now, here's the thing. I used to, though, go into the freezer, and you know that juice that was in concentrate? Like it's like in the little tubes. <laughs> yeah. I would just scoop that out with a spoon and just eat it. And I'd be like, like sherbet. Ooh, I'd be like, ooh, boy, that's so sour. Ooh, boy. And I'd just be eating it. And the next day, without fail, I would wake up and I'd be like, oh my God, I have a thousand canker sores. They are all over my mouth. Like I used to do that on the regs. And looking back, I'm like, what was I doing? My, my body must just have been like, Jesus Christ, what is happening here? Like, this is crazy. Aaron, what about you? What's something that you did young that's now gross to you? I don't, I think, I don't think I could drink 
cereal milk anymore. Like I, I don't usually have cereal in the house. Like I would still crush a bowl of Cap'n Crunch, but I think I would not drink the milk. Like I used to look forward to that, right? Like you eat your cereal, right? Then you like down the milk. Like something about it now, I don't, I don't oh. think I could do it. Can I tell you this? I happened again. Poured out a bowl of uh, Lucky Charms for myself. You want to guess what was missing? Marshmallows? Every single marshmallow. <laughs> okay. My personality test wife went through and ate every marshmallow. <laughs> it, you know, come on, Eric Clapton. Don't be in there getting all, hey, all Eric those Clapton, Guess what? Some of us want the marshmallows. We might say the big reason we got Lucky Charms. It wasn't the cat food part. We don't want the. And cat I got food a question part. for you. Does, does Eric Clapton wash his or her hands? I mean, you know, can you just imagine how many oh. times and how many germs oh. are in there from yeah. get your hand in? Going right from the hospital where I you're mean, handling his, like his live hands, cell samples. His hands. I can tell you, Eric Clapton is not washing their hands enough. Okay. In fact, there's like, oh, I don't even want to get into it. But like at some point, it's like one of these bathrooms should have hand soap, right? Are we discussing family if none of our bathrooms have hand soap? That's bad, right? Yes. That's pretty bad. That's a humorous joke that we didn't have hand soap in our bathrooms, okay? Let's just be very clear about that. Uh, Russell, what's something you love that is now gross to you? Uh, the, the the idea of just drinking a straight glass of milk, like I've been to a restaurant, it might have been my brother, I've seen another adult it's do this one. in like a year or so, where I saw an adult order a glass of milk at a restaurant and I just about yeah. lost my shit. I could not Whoa. believe it. No. <laughs> yeah. No. It's almost, <laughs> at a you almost feel too. like they're wow. like in a, like, <laughs> you, you almost feel like they're in some sort of weird, like super fascist club, aren't they? Like they just drink milk to show like how oh. strong they are. Like it's oh, really geez. weird to me. Like an adult who just drinks milk, bizarre, like not normal stuff. Matt, you drinking milk? I, yeah, every once in a while. Okay. I mean, I'm well, kind of like you. That. No, but I mean, I don't just like regularly do, just go grab a uh, glass of milk. But I can see how it happens being a parent. Like if your kids are yeah. drinking it all the time, you pour one or whatever. But when I, when I was out with an adult and saw him order it at a restaurant, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd order one. I yeah. mean, that's seems that a chocolate weird. milk only for me. Chocolate or in a sippy sure, cup. But no. Did they get it in a sippy cup too, Russell? I don't recall that part. Can I tell you what? When, when I was younger, I used to just slam milk right out of the carton in my house. Oh, and yeah. I realized now I lived with a ton of other people and I was constantly, <laughs> my dad and I both just were constantly drinking straight out of bottles. Like, like all the time. It was just oh. no cups that were ever used. Okay. Unlike Eric Clapton, who happens to use quite a few dishes. And then, oh, you have to do dishes every day. Yeah, you <laughs> made all the dishes, Eric. <laughs> this is great. I think, I I think great. the other one for me would be, it wasn't when I was real young, but I had a period from about the age of like 11 to 14 or 15 where uh -oh. I got really into NHL hockey. Like, oh. <laughs> like I was into like it was like when the the New Jersey yeah. Devils and the like yeah. the the trap was big and like it was when like yeah, hockey was yeah. at its worst. But yeah. was it when the Maple Leafs were good? Because I was into the Maple Leafs briefly when they had Felix no. Potvin and Doug Gilmore. No, I, we're talking Scott Stevens era, All like the ugly yeah, stuff, Devils. just to like yes. muck it up and make it. Oh. And now I can't stand NHL hockey. The people that are fans of NHL hockey annoy me. I'm out on NHL hockey, so I would go back on oh, like no. those, that four year period of That's my, gonna my give youth. Us a call for sure. Everyone's allowed to have their own thing. It's just not for me. Don't yuck anybody's yum, as, as we say. The most I expensive think. jerseys right out there. Like, it's like, oh, I'll just go buy a wild jersey casually. $400. What the fuck? Yeah. Some regular jerseys. <laughs> you have like three fans sell regular jerseys that we can buy, okay? Please. I saw this in the news the other day. There's like, uh, there's a guy who's got a business now at Wild Games where you can rent a wild jersey for the game. 
He's got a big oh, truck. You can smart, you can order disgusting. ahead and pick the player you want. Would disgusting. you guys ever order rent a wild jersey for a game? No. You wear it, you ship no. it back or whatever afterwards. Would you ever do it? I would do it because I have a policy now of not wearing the jersey of a living person because you never know what kind of shit they have done or are going to do. Like I would only wear the jersey of a dead person because I know for sure I'm, mm-hmm. I have a better not for sure, but I have a better sense of what happened in their life. Like yeah, my I mean, Kevin Garnett jersey, my Kevin Garnett jersey is staying in the, in my closet. He's already like I know he's questionable, but like at least like morally, I think he's fine. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not going to wear the jersey of a living person, but I would rent one wow. for the day. Yeah, you you can't you can't wear like a Clay Thompson or Draymond Green. They're not aging well at all, Aaron. They're oh, they're God. embarrassing not themselves at all. right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, no. I'm good in my That's AP fair. jersey though. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's get you, into. You could just you could see you could see the. He was like, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say Go it. Um, I actually think like, that wasn't gonna... such a bad choice. I had a lot of other choices <laughs> I could have made. It's time to see whatever. I'll go with uh, I'll go with uh, hot tubs and WWE wrestling. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're not going into hot tubs. Okay, maybe I got a little lost in the sauce. You're not going to hot. I do tubs. realize that's Matt's friend asking the question, Rob. Right? <laughs> I assume everybody calling his Matt's friends. I wasn't going to say WWE, but Russell started attacking hockey and says everybody got their opinion. So I'll just say he's, WWE. He's take the a thought shot. of the thought of watching wrestling for two hours. Just I don't know. So you go to a hotel. There's a hot tub. You're not getting in. No, not even close. Those are even those are those are worse. Those are the worst ones there are. Is the hotel ones? Have you just look at the people that are walk in and out of those hotels? Out of those. <laughs> Did you see tubs. Rob's head bob back and forth? He's the guy. Yeah, the bathrooms yeah, well, are the bathrooms the are Rob, always the empty. Rob Rob walks in there. His daughters take off his socks, and then he Ugh. instantly doesn't shower or anything. Goes right into the hot tub, yeah. and then you get to stew in Rob's smelly feet. I gotta with say, everybody else. When I was younger, the concept of showering before I swam made me so mad. Like they're right. like, they're like, oh, you're gonna tell me to fucking shower? I'll never right. shower. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. And that was bad because I had swimming in middle school. Did you guys have swimming as a class in middle school? Yeah. No, not until high school. I had swimming in middle school. And do you want to guess what they made the boys wear? Speedos. Red speedos. No. Yeah. No. I had to wear red speedos. Oh, yeah. You you couldn't just wear your own swim trunks? I had to go, oh no. No. Oh my God. And I had diseased. to go to the gym teacher and ask. Can I get an extra large Speedo? Like, nobody wants to say that out loud. That's a now, bummer. Then I would be going out. Now, this is at the very, I mean, we're talking, guys. We're talking the TLC years. This is when I'm really exploring <laughs> sexuality, trying to figure some stuff out. And all of a sudden, you were putting me in front of the, my classmates in a red Speedo. You have never seen someone move so fast from the locker room to the pool. Into the water. I was in there immediately <laughs> so fast, putting on goggles. And the girls' suits were even worse. They had brown suits with big skirts. It was just awful. And then uh, and then I realized now, like, if I was in that class now with a red Speedo, you could barely get me to go in the water. I'd be strutting around the outside. I'd be bending over, picking up, like, swim boards. Like, I'd be doing all this humorous Stretching, Speedo yeah. stuff. Oh, my God. All day. I can think about it. If, you were in, if I was in college in a Speedo, that would be a whole day for me. That would be awesome. But back then it was the worst. We uh, we didn't have speedo. I think we just missed the speedos. But if you missed, if you forgot to bring your swimsuit, you had to put the speedo on. You had wow. to wear a speedo. So there was always one or two kids every wow. class. There's no way they do that in. now, right? No, no, no Leo, way. Leo, yeah, was sixth grade, and he just had swimming and 
No, it was all their own no. stuff. So. It was it was yeah, so dramatic for me. Yeah. And then my friend found out that if he slapped my back really hard, he could see his handprint. So that was fun. Oh. That was fun when that happened every day. I, I think the thing I remember about like school swimming as a kid is like, I don't think those towels came home very often. I think they just hung in that locker like over and over and over, oh. if I remember correctly. Oh. Well, at least the guy that worked in the locker room wasn't a weirdo. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Why would I have the sound down? Why do I ever turn it? The weirdest guy at my school was the guy who worked in the weight room in the high school. And I was like, what a fucking loser working in the weight room in high school. And then the other day I was working down in the weight room at my school. And I was like, wait a minute. This rules. <laughs> hey, kids, look how much I bench. That guy just listened to all of his 80s hair metal and was just doing yeah. dips and benching and yeah. showing how strong he is. And you guys are like, what? Yeah, this guy is showing, oh, cool. you're cool. You're for, in your 40s and squatting 700 pounds. Sitting yeah. in the weight room soundtrack, that song, I am the warrior, came on. And I was like, yes. okay, I'm too old. I should not be playing this in the weight room. Uh, listen, rolling going. Aaron, how's it going with you? And I want to remind you, Aaron, my rolling going, it's really good. I can't wait. I'm not going to take up too much of your time, Rob. I... I had a hard time listening to this album this week. I did get through it, uh, not because I don't like it. I do like the album, and, uh, and I, I will. Um, I mean, I like parts of it. Parts of it were hard to get through, um, but I just I can't I can't stop listening to Gabe Nendez. And then I was really actually pretty fucking stoked about the new Andre Three Thousand record. Oh. And Matt might discuss a little bit, so I'm not going to take too much of his no, thunder. But no, I, you, you take. I think you liked it way better than I did. I really. You know, and did. I don't know if I, I was in the right headspace, or you know, I was I, listen, trying to listen to it at work, and you know. Yeah. So I, yes, I put it on last night. Uh, I went last night to. Uh, so yesterday is uh, was one week before. Thanksgiving, so that's Nouveau Day, so that's the day when um, people release the first wine of this year's vintage. It's meant to be drunk quickly. It's not meant to, you know, be a highly elevated wine, but there's a wine shop here in Oakland that does a nice party for that, and a lot of West Coast producers make a West Coast Nouveau, so I ran down there for a minute, and then I uh, came home, and then um, Anna went to bed, and um, I was like, oh, shit, the new Andre came out. Like, because albums now drop, like, if it's supposed to drop on a Friday, it drops at, like, 9 p.m. Pacific, so, like, I can get a little I can get a little sneak peek. And so I was like, I got to hit this new Andre. So I uh, got myself in the right mind state, and I, I took a listen. And so it was a perfect time, because I was just laying on the couch, reading my book, listening to the new Andre, and I knew what to expect. I knew it was, like, an, uh, a different, you know... Vibe, but I do want to read a couple of these uh, track names. Oh yeah, that, that 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 was about the most entertaining thing for me. Yeah, track one. I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. That's wow. the name of the song. That's yeah, the that's first so song. Good, yeah. yeah. Second song, the slang word pussy rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina. Do you agree? Oh, Aaron, uh, what, and then Aaron, what is this album called? I gotta play this in the background. This sounds like something we gotta have playing in the background. Yeah, this shit. I mean, it, it's called New Blue Sun. It absolutely rules. It's like meditation music. He's playing, I mean, just in the first, uh, so he's playing a digital wind instrument, and then there are bells, chimes, cymbals, drums, gongs, plants, and percussion. Yeah, guitar, really guitar, like, synth. Like the, the second half of the album. Is where it kind of picks up a little bit more. There's a little more. Yeah, there might be yeah. some percussion. Yeah, there, there starts to be some percussion on the track called 
That night in Hawaii when I turned into a panther and started making those low register purring tones that I couldn't control. Shit yeah. was wow. wild. Wow. This is, this is I, an all-time track list for you, Aaron. It's incredible. The guy who loves I, track list. Right? I was way into it. I, I It feels like... It feels like there's probably plenty of other music out there that does this, but I haven't discovered it because it didn't come from a big name person. And I've been, I went through it all the way through last night. I went back through once today and then another time this afternoon. Uh, It just feels like, feels like positivity. It feels like a meditative space. I'm sure it's not for everyone. I know it's a massive departure. Um, but I just, yeah, I, I really, I was, I was really into it. So this and Gabe Nandez, that's what I've been digging on the last uh, 24 to 48 hours. I, I knew it was coming out, so I'm like, oh, put on Chair Rock, a couple other Pearl Jam songs, <laughs> and then I'll get into this when I start diving into work, right? And I just, I mean, I like, just, what? I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't. So this is, I mean, go halfway through, Rob, just to. It's all this. Yeah. Love it. Russell, you know, you are you listening to this? <laughs> Russell, I got to hear must your, be the plants. <laughs> I couldn't care less what these two have to say about this, Russell. I, I'm dying to hear what you there guys has, say. There has to be part of you guys that, whether you come around and enjoy it, that is incredibly disappointed at some point, right? It's so I mean, different. Not, not really, I guess. is Because I, I think Andre is so far out there, and he has been, and that's why he hasn't done anything in 17 years. He pops up here and there, makes a couple appearances on different things, but like... It's almost to the point where it's like, yeah, he almost expected something like this from him. Maybe not this far. I wouldn't expect this far. far. Maybe it's pretty far. You know, but it's not surprising, I guess, to me anyways, sitting up here in Minneapolis. But, you know, I I think where I came to it today, like where I I got to today was, yeah, this is my favorite little melody. Uh, Oh, my God. What is going on, Russell? (laughs) Russell, have we, are we dead? I love it. Are we dead, I, Russell? Is it, this our I felt hell? like, you know what? Like, if you want to hear Andre rap his ass off, it's out there. Like, all yeah. of his bars are, like, if you want to hear the greatest bars of all time, he's got Good them. Point. Good so point. how many more bars can he rap? Like, let him do something different. And I just felt like it's, like, the positivity and the peaceful state that I needed, you know. Um, I mean, also, I've been listening to Jackhammers in my backyard, so, like, it was nice to, <laughs> to do this last night. And my actually, one of my favorite things was, I don't know if this was real or imagined, but... It felt like the way the album is sequenced on the digital release, it felt like there were very long spaces between tracks. So it felt like I was always like, was it over? Or is there music or not? And then it would come back. Yeah. Really loved it. Like, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Well, I I tried to, I got through about three or four songs and I had to just put something else on. So I put on A Tribe Called Quest and just jammed out on a Friday in the office with nobody else there. That's also And then came choice. back to it, so. Also a great choice. Yeah, I recognize that was, that was my for everyone. Yep. Wow. That was crazy. That's it. How's it rolling going? I mean, do, am I supposed to go to Rob next? He's uh, got this no, great rolling not going. yet. I'm going last because <laughs> no, I have a okay. great <laughs> rolling I, going. I want to hear how it's rolling going with Russell then. Uh, Aaron, you were talking about new music that you and Matt were listening to. You, you guys, you know, I have a, I told you about a problem I had last week or a few weeks ago on the espresso martinis. I have another problem. It's a music problem. And the problem is I'm addicted to going to record stores now. I went yes. back to the record wow. store the other day. I went to Can't two stores enough. in one day. I went to two stores in one day because I couldn't get enough of looking through records. So wow. I thought I could share some of the finds that I found at, what's the one off Portland, Matt? 
Do you hear that? No name? <laughs> not down to the down uh, no name. Yeah, not down to the no name. Went to no name first. Back to sixtieth, Portland, just uh just north of 62 there, across from the Dairy Queen. If, you got the essay in the corner, which is not a very good essay. If you but. go down the Nicolet and you think you're going to run into it, you're wrong. You're going to have to go right. down and back around because you're going down yeah, the wrong those street. Ways, those one ways. Nobody. Nobody likes this. So then I ended up going to another record store, too. And I forgot the record store. It's not Electric Fetus. It's another one that's um, down in Minneapolis. Matt, you probably both know it. It's off, like, by Eat Street. Um, but... I went there because I realized that record store has a thing where they have new releases and it says Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So if you were to go in, you don't need to go look through, dig through everything that's been there. If you were to just go like every couple of weeks, you're going to see the new stuff. You can just flip through it quick in and out, pick out what you want. Right. That's wow. great. This Very is, nice. this is a brand new Russell. I love it. So you know how long things have been there, yeah. Instead of the, everything's in the new release year, did this come in two weeks ago? Did it come in today? I like yeah. It. So the first album I picked up is, Rob, you were saying this is one of the bands that you've started really enjoying from this podcast. I believe, Rob, it's called Asia by Steely Dan. Wow. I picked yes. it up. Wow. Oh, Six, great. $6.95, nice Steely what Dan. What a great band. Six ninety five for that thing, yeah. Wow, that, I mean, Russell, what a pickup. Asia. I mean, it's what a what an amazing! I I I just think that album sounds so good. It's got to sound fantastic on vinyl too, doesn't it? Like, oh, I haven't listened to any of these yet. I put them in a bag and I was waiting to present them to you guys before I listen to any. Oh, appreciate you. Russell's Russell's doing a little practicing presenting things because he's, yep, he's down on one knee. He's got the bag up. I didn't get mad at you, so I threw this in the river earlier. In, in, a, in a bit of irony, last week, Rob played the, the uh, artificial intelligence-generated songs that the Beatles sang about Aaron. Strangely enough. But I actually picked so up many. a Beatles song. It has a sticker on it called the Red Apple Label. For 1995, I picked up Let It Be by the Beatles. Wow. Yes. Mm. Yeah, Russell. That, nice. I mean, that is a... Billy Preston on there. Got some Billy Preston on there. And this is the one they made the documentary about. Is that, isn't nope, that right? That one. Yep. So I had to pick that one up. I thought that would be fantastic. No, not that one. Shoes are dumb. He loves women's feet. Yeah, there it is. I think it's the second track. That's <laughs> <laughs> the second you get, track you on that high, album? That's crazy. You got high in the headspace there, Rob. Very nice. Yeah, very high, very in, the high in the headspace. Something, something a certain bass player taught me. The, the next one I picked up is definitely probably the best buy I got. This was a dollar album. It's McFadden and Whitehead, which features... Ain't no stopping us now as the lead track. Oh, no for a dollar? For a dollar. I mean, that's, they're paying you to take and it. And look at those badass white suits. Ooh. Russell. That's what with you were wearing down in the Miami yeah. airport. You're about right. Oh, oh love. Oh, a buck. A long, long way to go. We got to get to the hook here. The bass is ripping. Jeez, who's playing bass on here? This is so good. I have to go a little forward around. Yeah. It's coming up here. Jesus Christ, I have their own YouTube channel. 
Yes. Wow. First comment. I wish we had songs like this now. Lord, we need more music like this. Yeah, good song, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. And McFadden and Whitehead's like, okay, we heard you. You guys want more music? I've got a flute synthesizer, and I'm going to make an album for you. You guys are going to love it. <laughs> a digital wind instrument. Yep. Another one we listened to recently, but, we, you know, we were talking earlier on the rating last week. We said, is this an album you want to turn this guy back on? You want to listen to this artist again? We said Billy Joel was the one we wanted to do it. So I picked up Billy Joel, 52nd Street. Oh, which is from before The Stranger? I, I'm not sure, but it features Big Shot, Zanzibar. This is right, this is right after, I believe. Okay. But I, wasn't this the yeah, one that was also is, on the list originally and then it got booted? Or was it the yeah, one that is on the This was like list? 11 months later. This one actually did make the top, or make it to the top of the 200 billboard or whatever. So but but a year later. You'll after, notice this so. picture, Rob. It looks like this is maybe after he was pulled over for another DUI, oh. right? <laughs> I mean, look at that. That is like, you are so beautiful. What's his name? I mean, he's, listen, every time, I'm just going to say this. Every time I talk about sexual chocolate, sexual chocolate, everybody, every, chocolate. every time I talk about a musician being ugly, I edit it out of the podcast because I feel so bad. Jim Croce. Oh, he's so ugly. You're right. No, nope. <laughs> I'm going to jump ahead to the next one. And I'll tell you what, uh, isn't, isn't you'll never guess Joe Cocker. You'll never guess how Jim Croce passed away. Eating a bagel. No, plane crash. <laughs> oh. Aaron, can you say that? Uh-oh. No. I've no, got a name. No. I've got, okay. We can't do a plane crash sound for my <laughs> Okay, I'll delete it. I'll delete the plane crash sound. And by the way, those of you, I edited out the bit, but just imagine me playing a plane crash sound and doing a great Jim Croce bit and everybody not being happy with it. A few weeks ago, we talked about Rick Derringer. You guys remember him? He ended up uh, doing the Hulk Hogan theme song. He, oh, he right. played, I think we talked about him on, uh, it wasn't Steely Dan. I don't remember what album it was, though. <laughs> they all but, blend together. My life's a nightmare. Oh, it was the it was the candy song. I want candy, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. I want candy band it, it found Rick Derringer. He eventually made it to this other ugly guy's band, Rob, the Edgar Winter Group. I got it. Oh, my it. God. Look at that guy. Look at that look cover. At him. Whoa. Who, who said, hey, Edgar, you should be on the cover? Nobody. Some, that is Someone terrible. with the last name Fredrickson bought it because their name is written on the album here. Oh, that is so gross. Writing your name on an album. Aaron, what's your thoughts on writing your name on an album cover? On the cover? I mean, you come on. Like, have some respect. Yeah. Put a sticker on. Uh, do something. Half the albums I have here are from the 70s and 60s, right? Handed down from my father-in-law and my parents. And they all got their name written on all of them. My mom has a lot of names on them, too. I mean, it, yeah, must, no, it I, must just have been a thing you did back in the day. Well, they like, probably, maybe, I guess they took them to Mickey Mantle Rookie Cards. Are you, are you, <laughs> you're bringing records over to other people's houses and you don't want to lose probably, it? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, no, true. I, I take it back. It was a different time. Or maybe it was the time where just markers were invented. You know what I mean? Like they just like, invented oh, markers. Awesome. And everybody's like, God damn, right I can write on everything. This is great. <laughs> you know, and Eddie and I are reading a book right now, Rosie. And the grandpa always writes the granddaughter's name in every book. And then he owns a bookstore. And so he writes it in so that it's you're passing on your joy of the book to the next person. Okay. And so everybody puts their name on it. I like that. So that they you know who's, who's enjoyed it and you're spreading a little love in the world. I so like that. Maybe that's what people are doing with their records like Russell's doing right now. Yeah, well, that's nice. No one wrote a name on this, so I don't know if anyone enjoyed it, but they did collect $15.95 for it, which I thought was a good deal. It's Led Zeppelin 2. 
Oh, wow. Ooh, that's nice. a good one, too. Oh, that's it got Ramble on on it. I now I believe I'm the owner of Led Zeppelin one, two and four. So that's a pretty I've yeah, got a pretty good three. I've got a good collection. You don't need going, three. Don't that's a good. Yeah, yeah. You're good. This next album, 495. This may have been one of my favorites that I picked up. It's John Cougar Mellencamp Scarecrow. Whoa, what's on there? What's on, what's on there? We've got yeah. Small Town is on here. Lonely oh, Old right. Night. Um, mm. those are, and Rock in the USA, R O C K in the USA. Those are three wow. hits on that one. That's got to be good, right? Bang on, you'll have fun. Yeah, that's a banger. I like John Cougar. John Mellencamp. I don't know about, but this John Cougar Mellencamp. Goddamn, I loved him. He was great. He gets along with those those younger people. The the Cougar, <laughs> right? Oh. <laughs> He was doing that before John. I mean, listen, if there was a Cougar, I'm not going to lie. If there was a website called Cougar Melon Camp, I would be getting a subscription. Okay. I want to go to Cougar Melon Camp big time. Like let's. What? Not a oh, single like smile. Camp, I get it. Yes. It took me a minute. Melon me Camp, minute. Aaron. I get it. A Cougar Melon. You got you to break it down into pieces. <laughs> Not a single person laughed at that joke, and I'm questioning my own existence. I, I think I might be in the sixth sense. I might be dead, and everybody's just kind of sitting there, not being able to hear me or see me. Well, if you are, if you are, just put some of that Andre music on because that—that's what heaven must be like. <laughs> it's going to take you right there. It's going to take you there. Yeah. Mm. I'll tell you what. You know what I'd hear though if I was in hell. I mean, this is one of the scariest songs of all time. Terrifying. <laughs> What else you got, Russell? Now, Russell, Russell, were any of these perverted? <laughs> I thought the Edgar Winter one was pretty perverted. That was, that pretty was the perverted. one I put on top. Yeah, that, yeah, that made me nervous. That was the one I put. I specifically put the Edgar Winter on top and then looked right at the salesman <laughs> when I put that up there. <laughs> like right in the eyes. Yeah. Would you say this is kind of like the big bopper? And the guy's like, what? <laughs> Next one I got, if you were at Hell, Rob, you probably wouldn't want it. You might hear this song, too. It's Enter Sandman. I got the Black Album by Mattel. Oh, yes. Whoa. What a great album. Look at that. I black did. So black. lately, lately, Wallace has been into, well, today we listened to the Captain Underpants soundtrack. But uh, for a while, he's been, he's been into the What's band the Turnstile. From <clears throat> Is it Friend Like You? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, so that, I love you, bro. I yeah. love so that you, man. I love for you. A yeah. solid five years, Leo would play that every night while he was going to bed. Like that's beautiful. That wow. guy, I, Andy Grammer, he has made yeah thousands of dollars off our streaming of that song. But <laughs> that's beautiful. That's a great soundtrack. Great. Soundtrack. So that was what we were on tonight. He's also been into this band, Turnstile, a hardcore band from Baltimore. But I did it, one week. He what? was like. Really you wanted to pull it. Up. Come on, right? You got to pull it up, Turn, Russell. Did you hear Russell? I feel like you didn't hear what Aaron just said. <laughs> Okay, and excuse me, before I pull it up, I just have to hit something real quick. Was this huh? the second what? one today? What? what? <laughs> Aaron, say no, what you said again about who your son is into. So it's the Captain Underpants oh. band where you and Matt again lost Russell and I. Once again, for the second time this podcast, you guys are on your own. Russell and I were on shore being like, where the fuck are they going? No idea. So then I think Russell kind of dazed out. He kind of dozed off a little bit. He didn't hear what Aaron just said. What would you so say? Wallace, one of his highly requested songs lately is uh, Mystery by Turnstile. And Turnstile is a hardcore band from Baltimore. Oh, boy. I mean, I, I, it's a good listen. song. Check it out. And the cats. Aaron, <laughs> I didn't want to have to do this, okay? 
But you cannot be telling us your son is into Turnstile, a hardcore band from Baltimore. Did Aaron, does Aaron's wife at gmail.com like come into the kitchen in the morning and she does she go, oh. is it Turnstile week again? Oh my yeah, God. Well, because yeah, he's, Russell, he's also God, discovered. Song. We gotta hear this. Can you imagine I come home, your kid comes home and they're like, dad, I'm way into this hardcore band from Baltimore. I'd be like, give me your fucking phone right now. You're never leaving this house ever again. Okay. But this is the yeah, this is the song that he asks for pretty often. It's a good song. It's not that it's Okay, wait a minute. This sounds a lot like that Andre 3000 stuff. No, no, it's going to rock. Aaron, you're the coolest dad of all time. God, I wish I was your kid, Aaron. Oh, it sounds like that. it could be like on a on the soundtrack for the new Karate Kid. It could be there, yeah. It could be on Cobra Kai, maybe during a fight scene, right? You're going to have to Aaron. remind me of this. I'm going to forget this band, Aaron. You're going to have to remind me. I'll this send it over. It's good. Aaron, this, this rules. You're, yeah, it does rule. You're as cool as hell. I want you to know, Aaron. Okay, you're my dad. I'm your son. Let's do a little role play right now. I want to see if I yeah. like this. Okay. Okay, like, hey, what do you want to listen to? What the fuck, Dad? I told you I want to listen to Turnstile. <laughs> okay. okay. Do you want to hear it on, on hey. repeat or on infinity? Hey. hey, hey. What's that in front of you? A piece of pizza? <laughs> Who the fuck told you you could have some pizza? Okay, this is me. You know what, Aaron? I love this. I love this relationship All of this that we is have. I to say that briefly for a week he wanted to hear Metallica and he was like really stoked because we were taking one of his buddies to soccer practice and he was so proud to be like, if you don't like this, it's okay. If it's too loud for you, it's okay. But we're, today we're going to listen to Metallica. Yeah. So we yes. put on the Black Album. Yeah. <laughs> He's out there playing soccer. You just hear him go, Whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> don't turn on me. <laughs> but no, he asked me, he wanted to hear Metallica. And I was like, I think I have to start with the Black Album. Like, yeah. I don't think I can start with. Seek and destroy or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, one. hey, do you just play yeah. one for him? Right, yeah. right. It's like, Suicide. hey, Suicide. Uh, I don't want to die. <laughs> like cyanide or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it felt like I, it made me like I was the safest place to start. You see me, you see me as the bad dad showing my kids Saint Anger. What? <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> like the cops Fuck are coming to take me away. <laughs> The next song, I'm going to give you guys the lyrics of the lead, the the titular track. We'll see if you can get the name of the track in your right. album. Beginning of the lyrics, when you're weary, feeling small. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, James Taylor. Incorrect. Rob is out. Ceylon, Silver Girl. When tears are in your eyes, I will dry them all. I'm, I'm on your on side when times side. get rough. Oh, and friends just can't be found. Get rough. Like a what? And friends just can't oh, be found. Shit, I know what it is. Dang it. Like a wow. bridge over troubled water with Simon and Garfunkel. How about that for two ninety five in fair condition? Two ninety five. Wow. I mean, I hate to say something about a musician being ugly again, but Garfunkel's right there. I mean, you could just see him back there. (laughs) Dude, look, he's so ugly, they don't even show his face. They hide his face (laughs) behind behind the short guy. Paul Simon, who's also not the most handsome. Look at it. I cannot imagine that Garfunkel's like, hey, this is the cover I want. The one where half my head is behind Paul Simon's, the guy who writes and does all of our songs, okay? Like, that would be so depressing. This one also it does give features, me a good idea for a new T-shirt for us, where it's me and then you guys are behind me and you can't really see al- you. This also features Cecilia and the Boxer. This has got to be on the list somewhere, doesn't it? Well, it actually is the next song, Russell. Believe it or not, it's the <laughs> next it real? It's the next are album. Are you serious? Yeah, it is the oh, next awesome. album. <laughs> That's incredible. The next one wow, I picked up, I, I had to Google this. I should have that. texted Aaron and asked what one to get. 
They had a few of them. For $4.95, I picked up Santana, and I think this is his first one. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, just by the cover, like, you got to have that cover in there. Great big lion, ink drawing of a lion on there. Yeah. That's great. Got a few more, and then we'll, we'll keep moving it on. I also picked up another Springsteen album. I think this is my second or third. It's Born to Run. There you Oof. go. Russell. Thunder that Road, so Jungle Land, Born to Run. Now, Russell, before you continue with your rolling going, I want to remind you, my rolling going, it's going to be really good. So get ready. <laughs> well, I'll finish off <laughs> well, with a pair. Let's not forget that Matt still has not done his rolling going. No, we wouldn't. We would never forget about Matt. I picked up one of the best-selling albums of all time. I got Michael Jackson Thriller for twelve bucks. Wait, wow. you got to open that thing up. Though. You got to open up the gatefold. <laughs> oh, he's got a little tiger. Yep, there's a little tiger in there. Oh, hey. It's adorable. Hey. I got scratched by my tiger, and now I can't sleep. I'm in too much pain. Only one thing can help me sleep. It's mommy milk. Give me that mommy milk right now, please. Give me that mommy milk, please. Last album. I don't I know, up. Michael. I don't know if you can have your mommy's milk. You know, it's uh, Paul McCartney from there. The girl is mine, mine. Oh, Michael, mine. the girl is mine. Like the idea of Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney both going after <laughs> the same girl. Can you imagine how terrified she would be? She'd be like, what? Ah. Just a couple freaks coming at you. Who do you think would win if they, if it was a hundred women? Who gets more at that time? McCartney. Oh, a thriller. It, I think you got to go, Michael. I think Michael. Right. Well, just think of it this way: somebody you know, like your mom, had sex with one of them. Who are you less what? mad about? Why would you throw that in there, okay. <laughs> Mom? Hey, Aaron, I'm your mom. Okay. What? You know why? Actually, we I have to tell you something. It's been it's, 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 hey, it's time for your father. Not your mom. Father. It was Aaron. someone so else on the plan. Oh, you could have chosen. Oh, Aaron. That. Oh, you know what? You opening that. Album made me remind myself of when I opened my heart to Michael Jackson and I had sex with him. Okay. Now check how you're feeling or, okay. Hey, uh, Aaron, cuckoo, cuckoo. I had sex with Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> Which one makes you feel worse? Aaron, when you were born, we, feel terrible. Aaron, when you were born, we had to do a paternity test because I wasn't yeah. sure if your father oh, was your oh, father. Turned out you were right, but the other person yeah. that we had tested was Michael what Jackson. Is happening? Michael Jackson. I, I mean, I don't like this line of questioning. No. The last album I picked up has one of our favorite all-time sound bites. I bought it just for that. It's the Who, Who's Next, Won't Get Fooled Again. Isn't that our... Yeah! Okay, oh, yeah, I kind of mixed it. Yeah! I had to pick this one up, right? Wow. Yep. Also, you know what album cover. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> Now, listen, Aaron, okay? If you don't think moms have needs, you'd never do well at Cougar Melon Camp, okay? And I don't even know why you're trying to be a counselor here. Okay? This is a camp for disappointed males who thought it was for something else. Okay? I think we need a t-shirt that just says Cougar. Yeah. And then a picture of Rob and Melon Space Camp. And Rob would be like the scarecrow. Like he'd be dressed as he'd be like just sitting there in the field waiting for him to come through. Right. I, <laughs> Rob's eyes would just, he'd be the big eye thing he does. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guess what? You guys aren't invited to Cougar Mellon camp. Okay. You're going to actually miss out. Well, if I was going to Cougar Mellon camp and I had to room with someone there, I'd invite Matt to go with me. Matt, we're only going out to go with you. Good. Since Rob's is so great, I'll be real quick. Rob, you got to pull up one song for me for the song of the week. Nice. Okay. 
playing uh, Dancing with the Moonlit Night, K N I G T, by Genesis. Whoa. Okay. okay. I, this is like a 19,000 minute song. I cannot believe that this is Genesis, but I went down this deep, dark hole this week of trying to figure out where the, what was Spodiote Dopalicious sampled. And oh, this is where right. it came from. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You we talked about that. Wow. Yeah. And so I don't remember, but like, listen to this whole song. It's crazy. It gets crazy. We'll just let it play in the background here. I was always more of a Super Nintendo guy, so I don't remember this one. <laughs> but this is also in All Night by Beyonce on Lemonade, yep. which I couldn't, didn't, didn't know. Logic sampled it. Beyonce did another one. So. Russell, the, the genesis, what you don't realize is that if you were smart, you got it with Sonic as the base game. If you were a dumb kid who made dumb decisions, you would take it with Altered Beast. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're just playing Altered Beast instead of Sonic. A sad, sad existence. Rise from your graves. Oh! <laughs> This song rocks, man. This is real prog rock, yeah. Yeah. Like 1973 or something like that. 73, there it says right there. But Genesis is not on the list. We do not, not have at any all Genesis nowhere on the list. Wow. On the list. So I think that's a travesty. So I thought we better play a little Genesis. I almost wish there was a part of the list was you're allowed one album and that's it. I think it might make it more fun, don't you don't you think? I think it would. Please yeah. don't redo the list. I'm begging you. My family needs me. Okay, I've been blinking SOS this whole time, but these guys can't see me because my Zoom window is so small. So, because Rob's rolling going so great, and we've we're over an hour already, I'll just say, hey, that's my rolling going. Rob, rolling going. How's it going with you this week? Do you guys like your hot dogs circumcised or uncircumcised? You guys know what I mean. Uncircumcised. So it's like the hot dog either, because a hot dog is never the same size as a bun. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you get a hot dog, there's a little bit of hot dog sticking out. Sometimes that hot dog is nestled away in the bun, so you got to get a bite that's mostly bun. What do you think? A better hot dog, circumcised or uncircumcised? I, I like a big, thicker hot dog that doesn't go past the end of the bun. I want it to be like a big, like yeah. a, like, like hey, a Russell, big you dome and I should dog that doesn't go. Yeah, I don't like it long. I want the girth. I want the, I want the girth, a shorter, girthier one, not a longer, thinner one. Okay. Aaron, what do you think? What's your, what do you, what do you talk about hot dogs? If I had to choose, I would choose the hot dog extending beyond the bun. Cause like, I'm not going to eat plain bun, wow. but I would eat plain hot dog. Do you think the answer to this says something about who we like, like, you know, I, yeah. I was going to say Aaron's projecting like to <laughs> me, to me, a hot dog that extends beyond the bun is scary and strange. Get away from me. You know what I mean? <laughs> to Aaron, it's quite normal. It's what he wants actually. Matt, what do you think? You want your hot dogs circumcised and uncircumcised. Now, now I wanted to point out, None of the other guys have answered this correctly yet, so we're going to have to go through again and ask these guys. But Matt, what do you think? Uncircumcised so are or circumcised? You talk, are, we, are we talking strictly about the bun length, or are we talking about like you know because some of these these uh, hot dogs have like casings on them, you know? They so is it like casing? Oh, you know what? Oh, well, we were talking about the, uh, so Matt's getting really into the anatomy here. Matt's really thinking yeah. about the tip of the hot dog. Like, how does the hot dog I, tip look? I am talking about just this could be a hot dog that's super long. Okay. This could be a hot dog that's I, really short. Yeah. Okay. It's just I, the bun to hot dog ratio. I'm going to the Aaron. It's got to be. It's got to be outside the bun. Oh, Russell, we're 
We're we're, do, we're destined for each other, there, Russell. There Give was a few ring. episodes ago. I, I don't know if I won't be able to find it quick enough, but where Rob was making jokes about Aaron's carving knife, and a few jokes were made, and then Aaron like legit thanked us for the compliment. He was like, "Oh, thank yeah. you." Like he, it, yeah. it wasn't even a joke. He was like, "Oh, thank you." Can, yeah. Can you imagine? Yes. Just imagine. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what is your choice? Why, why does why is, why is the question coming up? I, you know what? I don't know actually. I'm not sure. All right, let's talk about the album. Oh, is this a music podcast? I think I would go, you know what? I think I like a, a, a non-circumcised bun, hot dog. Yeah, I can't get the bit. I can't believe you sped me through my whole melon camp bit so fast for that rolling going. Would you say that was sped through? No, <laughs> I'd like to point out that I did text you guys about that rolling going like three days ago too. So this has really been the long build. Up. It's been building for a long time. I wondered. So. Wow. It's good. Also I think I understand why it was for this album. I don't think I like the meat without the bun. I'm more of a bun guy. That's just kind of, that's my life to live. I, I have hot dogs without buns all the time. Oh, but yeah. Oh, you, if you've got a hot dog sitting man. next to a bun, what are you going to choose? Do you need I'm, I'm with Matt. Yeah, man. The, 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 the hot dog on its own is fine. Yeah. Matt, are you, are you doing okay? Do you need help? I can send you. <laughs> I, mean, I can I'm sell you some tired. money or something. It, I mean, it is getting late. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if, Actually, I, if I walked by your house and you're in the kitchen eating a hot dog with no bun, I'd be like, oh, God, that guy is in trouble. That is not a good scene going on over there. I had a sandwich yeah, the other day. Two of them, but. I had a sandwich the other day with like a big brioche roll, like, like very thick yeah. bread. I think that's a terrible bread for yeah, a sandwich. A like if you're eating yeah, all yeah. bread, if it's 80% bread going in into the gullet, that's that's wrong, right? Totally. That's, that's too bad, much yeah, bread. I've, I've really, yeah, I've started cutting down as bread more than anything. And it's just, I think it just fills me. It's kind of like you with ice cream, Rob, right? I mean, you just, just starts messing with your tummy a little bit. I think too much yeah. bread in the middle of the day is just not oh. good for me. So look at fancy yeah. Matt using regular bowls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't use a bread bowl for every meal. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Doctor's like, I don't understand why he gained so much weight. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I eat every bowl I use. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what are we doing? Oh, uh, teenage. Something? Hey, hey Rob, that's <laughs> not a bread bowl. That's apple juice. That's apple juice, dude. <laughs> it can't be, dude, Russell. Please, that's apple juice, eighty ounces. <laughs> that's like almost three mayonnaises. <laughs> you know what I mean? Juice, like that's dude. so much. Bro, I cannot have drank. If you saw somebody eating a hot dog with no bun and then drink 80 ounces of apple juice, you would call the police for a wellness check. <laughs> talking about uh, Sonic Youth, we're talking about Daydream Nation. Uh, this is a, a kind of this is like their fourth or fifth album, but it's one where they kind of changed how they were doing it, right? The singer Thurston Moore normally would bring in lyrics and chord changes and they would just jam. Okay. Sonic Youth would just jam on it, they would figure it out, they would figure it out. And all their friends kept telling them, listen, your albums, and including Henry Rollins, one of their buddies, said, your albums are not catching what is great about you guys, which is the jam. And they're like, well, we should try to cat, we should try to get more of that on an album, right? This was the first one at a big studio that they kind of did. It was like their really first truly professional album. The album is famous for its strange tunings and long instrumental sections. In fact, a lot of these songs, they asked the guitar players, "What? how did you tune your guitars to play this? And they're like, I have no idea. I have no, <laughs> couldn't, can't do it. Couldn't, have no idea. Uh, and a lot, of, rock. a lot of people say this is avant-garde or experimental rock. But I noticed that it took, uh, th this, 
this album was $30,000 to make. And they said it was our first expensive album. So I thought, well, you know what? I wonder what the top five most expensive albums of all time were. It's, it's, and that's why it's time for a list before Damn. the album even starts. A list before the list. Preemptive list. Now, first... Okay, we aren't going to ignore albums like Metallica, Metallica. It took a million dollars to make. Uh, Rock in a Hard Place, Aerosmith, 1.5. Why did I pick that album? Nobody knows what it is. I mean, why would I pick that album? Nobody I think has he goes heard by that the album. Black album. I don't think he goes by Metallica, Metallica. I think he goes okay. by the Black album. Just bad. Michael Jackson for two million. Now that's going to be kind of a pattern we see here. Just wait a second. Corn, uh, Untouchables, four million. The top. How does Corn Untouchables take four million to make? I have no idea. Uh, Mariah Carey, Memoirs and Imperfect Angel, four million pounds. It doesn't even say dollars; it's pounds. pounds. So I have no idea. I mean, that's you want to talk about heavy, heavy rock. Four million pounds—you could barely lift that up. Number five, most expensive album of all time. Okay, <laughs> Victoria Beckham what? with the album Victoria Beckham, including the hit song. Uh, Victoria Beckham, Bad Company by Bad Company by Bad no. Company. <laughs> no, it's like I don't even know what it's called. It's some dumb. It's Wait, this? not such an innocent girl. This sounds like garbage. Uh, excuse me. This is the fifth most expensive album of all time, Aaron. Wow. Can you imagine you you have Victoria Beckham coming in? Doing an album and it still I mean, it's costs like it's a lot mixed of money. It's all bad. Oh, it's terrible. I just, obviously, somebody was just scamming her. Next up, okay, and see if you Wait, notice a is pattern. Is this Sonic Youth an expensive album? No, it's only 30000 but it was by far their oh. most expensive album. Oh. But these are the real expensive albums, Russ. Okay, now pay attention to my say, list. These I'm guys gonna... spent a million dollars on this. We gotta... You gotta, you gotta, you gotta start talking about the years that oh. it was recorded there too, just to. So that's because two... it crescendos. That's two thousand one. So that's like post Spice Girls. That's what they're trying to capture with that album. Nineteen ninety one. Okay, a little guy named Michael Jackson comes out with an album called Dangerous. This album. Cost, but it says 89 to 91. It took two years to record. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It took two years. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It took two years to record. This cost $10 million to make. Ooh. It did win. It wow. was nominated for like three Grammys. $10 million. It's a good song, though. It's pretty good. Now, next up. Ten, All right. $10 million bucks, and he could have slept with one of our moms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my mom's name is Billie Jean. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Next up. My uncle Greg Philigans keeps coming over for the holidays. I don't know why. <laughs> Asking for money. My mom owed him. My mom. Now what? The, next up. Third place. Most expensive album of all time. Recorded from 1979 to 1995. Oh. I don't know how that's possible. It's history, past, past, present, and future by a guy named Michael Wait. Jackson. This is yeah, like a greatest hits. Mostly yeah. the greatest hits. Yeah. They just combining all the dumbouts. And the Free Willy song. This album cost $10 million to make. That doesn't make any sense. How could it cost $10 <laughs> million? Probably because he had to buy his catalog from Walt McCartney. <laughs> they, had a, they had a fight over one of our moms. Then they Aaron, had a fight over an album. Aaron, you know what I spent money on? Aaron. How do we end up 
up here. Aaron. Do you want to guess what I spent a lot of money on during this? I'll give you a hint. No, it was I a drink. Not. It I was a drink. It made me feel real good. It was my mama's oh. milk. Give me that mama's milk oh, right now. God, give me that mama's milk, please. <laughs> Aaron, I, I can't afford those Aaron, long hot dogs because well, then, Rob, I spent it all on dangerous. He, he spent Aaron. He spent it all on disco balls. He spent it, it on disco balls. Disco oh, balls. There we go. Disco there we go. Balls. You gotta Jean. just. You gotta punch it back. All a little on bit. You gotta start balls. punching back just a little Fair. bit. Yeah. All right. All right, Rob. You can come back. Now. Thank goodness. I'm glad I didn't hear that. Next up. Okay. Rob, I, I, I can't. I can't pay for those disco balls. I had to pay Heavy D for his rappers. <laughs> Jam. Jam. <laughs> Damn, it too much to chance. That's such a good song. Next up, second most expensive album of all time. Recorded from or, 1998. Or it could have been Paul saying, oh, I had to pay my buddies to play another <laughs> verse on, we, on, on my Wings album. <laughs> Isn't that the way he talks, and, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounded just like Russell. You're, I'm serious. You're getting really good at impressions. You should keep oh. doing it. Here's the thing. It sounded like Ringo. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's a good one. <laughs> this album, recorded from 1998 to 2007, Cost $13 million to make. But you know what? When you're cranking out bangers like this. That's right. It's Chinese Democracy by Guns N' Roses. Probably my second or first favorite Guns N' Roses song. I've never listened to this one. Have you ever heard this one? Was the one that was like in limbo for years. Yeah. This one. I mean, this is terrible. 17, right. $13 million. It was the one after the Use Your Illusions when it was like Chinese Democracy is coming next. It was years. But what was it? I think they had a five record deal and then they were just over it after four. And then yeah. it was just Axel trying to pull it all together and never could. And so yeah. it just hung out there. Next up, this album recorded from 1997 to 2001. It cost, no, the last one was 13. This is 30 to 40. Million. It's an album called Invincible what? by Michael Jackson. Oh, this is a good song. Huh? Thank you, Aaron, for like, saying that. This song built Timberlake's whole career, right? Like, oh, he just made multiple albums that sounded like this. I've never heard this song before in my life, Aaron. I don't know. And I could not. I didn't know a single song off that album. That album was off, absolutely terrible, and it cost $40 million, and that's why it's a list of the most expensive albums. The most expensive albums. Great list, Rob. It's a top, top three list. I mean, Russell talking about how much his albums were expensive. It's nothing. $295. Yeah, $295. I mean, look at it. Rich Over Troubled Water, Fair Condition. Guys, I almost went to seven albums because I was going to say The Life of Chris Gaines. Five million dollars, <laughs> but I was like, I can't do seven. Although six is Hysteria by Def Leppard, so it's like, uh, could have been a fun. Do one. you want to get rocked? Next up, how how did Corn? I still don't, how did Corn spend four million dollars to make a record? It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. That was that. Well, you talked about that, right, Russell? That was their Aja album. It was perfect album. Teenage Riot. This is the Sonic Youth's best known song. They often cut off the uh, intro that, like I did. 
That's the best part. You like that I intro know, with her singing? We're, we're not going to get back, but it's like every, it's half of Pearl Jam songs. It's most of like the kind of alt rock. It's a group called uh, Pavement, you know, and some yeah. bands like that, that they all, they did all sorts of intros like that, where it was like a, almost like a false intro that led yeah. into the, you know, it totally. was awesome. So I listened to that more than I listened to most of the album. But. God, I thought that song was so good, Teenage Riot. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, Next up, Silver Rocket. You can hear the guitars, guitars get detuned de- from the er- opening. So again, we have this long intro, and then it changes kind of into a punk. I'll be honest, I don't like. I can't hear now that you mention it. I think like, oh, that makes sense about the guitar tunings, but that's something that just never enters my mind when I when I listen to music until you until you tell me. This song was like a half half of a horror horror movie for me, and then like a, a pop song on the other half. I, just, I, don't, I don't even know how to process it. I'm too dumb to process it. Well, I think I think it's it should be noted. I, I don't know. What, I, I wasn't listening, Rob, but you need an introduction, so I apologize if you already said this. But I mean, they essentially grew up in the punk scene, right? And then just have all of these different things and you hear them trying to bring their punk forward. And I, you know, I watched a couple documentaries, just real cheap uh, ones on YouTube, and they were, but they were awesome. But, you know, they, they were heavily into the punk scene, but they really were also into kind of that new wave, new wave rock and new wave kind of synth pop music and they were trying to kind of merge them together. And that's where a lot of their, what they were trying to get to, but they're always coming back to this punk. But I think, you know, some of these songs you really hear where some of that new wave rock kind of comes in. And I think that's why this album is where it's at because it's one of the only ones I think that really merged punk and kind of the new wave. Um, at least that what we've heard so far, it, it's really a, a melding of the two television. Yeah. I like that. Television into there. Actually yeah. kind of, the Sprawl, seven minutes long. This song was lyrics from sci-fi books and snippets. A lot of their songs were like these out of these books and, and conversations heard on the street. So just avant-garde like, Yeah, it makes me think of like when we listened to Velvet Underground and it was like, this band's influential. And we were like, who do they influence? It's like, oh, I found the band that yeah. was influenced by yeah, Velvet Underground. But this is, I mean, this is 88, too. You have to keep that in yeah. mind. It, it sounds to me a lot like a 90s alternative yeah. thing. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. This was, this was coming out at the same time as the song Happy Birthday for my eighth birthday. Across uh, the, in 88, Across uh, the Breeze. I love how this turns into a great melody. It's kind of that same thing, kind of spacey intro. Then maybe if you were... Yeah. Now, did I want to listen to this in my headphones like walking down the street? Not really. I feel like it would make I love it. stress it me out great. too much. This doesn't stress you out listening to this? Rob, no. I, I, I'm going to echo Rob a little bit. I had a hard time getting through this album. I, I had to turn it off numerous times. I, I think maybe if I was 16 years old listening to it, I could rock out to it. I think I'm, 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 it's too... Too, might be just too intense for, for this old band. No, I had a similar feeling, Russell. I, I I liked it, and I thought to myself, why is this the first time I'm listening to this album? Because there's a universe in which past Aaron would have been like, I love this shit. 
And yeah. now I'm never going to listen to it again, but I'm very happy that I took the time to listen this week. I mean, you haven't even listened to the Blue Album. You don't know the Blue Album, so yeah, I know, it doesn't I surprise know. me I'm that you haven't heard this. I'm behind on some stuff. I'm behind yeah. on some stuff. It's true. <laughs> Russell, I don't think anybody's listening to this album and then getting their furnace inspected by the city. You know what I mean? Well, like it's, why, would you, why would you do that? <laughs> Eric's trip. Eric's trip. This song is... Oh, who cares? I'm not going to explain all these songs. It's it's based on a uh, uh, monologue from an Andy Warhol movie. I so. never like songs any better after I hear what they're about. No, I got to stop. It never that. helps. It's gross. <laughs> does, does the Andy Warhol stuff, like when, when there's Andy Warhol themed songs, are they ever ones that you guys enjoy? Uh, the David Bowie one. One of the greatest songs ever. <laughs> Okay, right, yeah. This is a good song. Take it back. Hey, Russ is a dumb shit. (laughs) Oh, so good. Sorry, guys. Just one of my favorite songs. All right. Uh, Total Trash. I like some of these that had really straightforward hooks and... Yeah. Melodies and I could yeah. and I could see loving going to a sh- live show. Like if this was a 35 minute long song, I'm down with that too. I think that'd be awesome. Village Voice, 1988, had this as their second best album of the year. Second best. What was number one? Number one was Public Enemy. It takes a nation of millions to uh, hold us yeah. back, which we've had. So this was number two. After Public, Next Enemy. To Public Enemy. And then Tracy cool. Chapman was number three. Oh, so, so, Matt, did you know this one growing up? Because I didn't know it. I did not know this one growing up. It, no. it seems strange that we wouldn't have known it, though, right? Well, so I I kind of thought the same thing, Russell, right? So I'm like, well, I got to go figure out the rest of Sonic Youth's catalog, right? I got to see what else is there. And I'm not going to lie, the re- there's not a lot that really is, seems kind of mainstreamy, and I'm using my air quotes, sure. or, you know, like that song we just heard where it's like, yeah, you know, you could just put this on and have this on. It gets real wild and real crazy. And, you know, I think, Rob, I sent you that uh, that interview. Yeah, I got you know, it. That, okay. So Thurston Moore is odd duck. So this is Thurston Moore interviewing Beck. Yeah, when Beck was Beck's twenty three, I think he says that. But there's wow. After 120 minutes. I'm Thurston Moore from Sonic. Youth, I mean, guest host tonight, and my first I watch guest hours of this kind of stuff. Tonight is Beck. Yeah, hours. Beck. So Beck, uh, your oh song Look at these Beck guys. Is Smash hit. Stone to the that? Jesus. Whoa. It's like uh, wow. Surfing and some oil spillage. Yeah, the, the, it is like I, that. The Smash, bear start smashing. Mm, I'm a, yeah, yeah. I'm a barrister podcast. And uh, your video guy. loser is, is pretty hot too. Uh, I see. It You're the one that said that this guy could be do really it better than the Beatles, Russell. Like You're the one who said he does weird <laughs> interviews better than yeah. him. I'll tell you that. Actually, this is bizarre. What is going on? Uh, you know what this is like. This is like when your kids make a video and then they're like, hey, watch this. Yeah. It's really funny. And then you watch it and you're like, I don't get what the fuck is going but on this in this is like, video. This is but watch Thurston Moore. Like, he loves this. Later on. We're back here on a so he's just a weirdo name. too, huh? Beck? Were you christened Beck? Oh. Weird. <laughs> Throws right. his shoe. Okay. His shoe off. I sort of wanted to ask you that I was really curious about. And, so uh, Beck must know him, right? From Sonic Youth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. must be a fan. the first record you ever bought? Probably be a Hino record. Hino? Maybe it was Xanadu. 
Xanadu. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sure all of our viewers are very familiar with those, and they can relate to you on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> okay. Well, later. I mean, Matt, this is so crazy. This interview. It's just as I like, know. It's just awkward. But but Beck must know him and respect him, right? He must know Sonic Youth. He's oh, such for a sure. music guy. For sure. Yeah. And he must love Sonic Youth, right? Because he's sure. such like a music history guy. So they must they must have just been like hanging out and been like, hey, let's do this. But bit. if you see Thurston Moore now, I mean, I think he's still alive, isn't he? I haven't checked. I just saw a few interviews from him, the mid 20 teens. But yeah, so I don't know. Thurston I mean, it, Moore. You, uh, I think you do a <laughs> yeah, little baby. diving, and, and it's probably Barrington you know if we did this for every band that uh, you know Thurston. that I end up saying oh it's got to be lower than the, if you would just dig in a little bit you kind of get a sense of who they are and you know it's, they're not just picking up a guitar and playing like this is their live and they got these histories and you, you got all these things that come together and this is why they make such a good band and blah 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 you know and so I don't know like I I did that with Sonic Youth and I had a lot more respect for them after doing that but. Their stuff is a little weird, Russell. It's not that mainstream. It is independent. It is, you know, it, it, I, I don't know if how much I'll di- I'll keep diving. Like, I'd rather listen to the Pixies, I guess, is the best way to say it. Mm. They were much more of like a, a band that was trying to just put out independent music as opposed to, it always feels like Thurston Moore is trying to be weird and avant-garde and just take things a step further than they need to go, if that makes sense. Guys, if I was shipwrecked on an island... And somebody said, hey, you know who's here with you? It's Thurston Moore. <laughs> I would be like, oh, my God, I'm stuck with this rich guy. You know what I mean? Like, this is guy is going to be so rich. He's not going to do any work. And instead, it's like a crust punk guy who's not doing any work. Like, it would be so weird. He'll be able to afford to get me those disco balls that Uncle Michael couldn't get me. Oh, don't say Uncle oh. Michael. I hate that. I really hate that. Don't ever say that again. Hey, Joni. Uh, hello? Oh, no. Uh, this song alludes to the book Neuromancer by William Gibson. I I was on a hard sci-fi kick for a while, and I tried to read Neuromancer. It was a book where I got done, and I put it down, and I go, I have no idea what happened in that book. I read the whole thing. Yeah. Dude could not tell you what happened. It was I was baffled by it. You ever have a book like that, Aaron, where you're just like, I don't know what's going on here? Yeah. I, yeah, and then some, I don't know. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but yeah. Aaron, well, I'll tell you one. There was a red fish and a blue fish. Okay, so if that one screwed you up, I just fixed <laughs> it up for you. Okay, but I don't remember how many there were. Providence. Look what we found in the park in the dark. This We will take him home. We will call him Clark. This is maybe what Matt was talking about when he said weird stuff. This is a piano solo that he recorded at his house using a Walkman combined with the sound of an amp overheating and a pair of telephone messages from one of the guys in the band and they're all played at the same time that's the song that's the whole song yeah i respect that this exists it's it's trying to say something i don't like listening to it yeah i can tell you what it's saying next song please i I give it credit for creativity it's it's different yes oh boy rob seeing providence you know, Providence is the capital of Rhode Island. Uh, oh. I thought maybe we should do a list. Oh, wow. Ooh, list. I thought we should do a list. Do a list? Yeah. I put a lot of thought, a lot of time into this one. Nice. I've got a lot of, I've got copious notes here about these songs. You know what? Man, the great thing about having two lists is that it's just more lists to go around. 
Okay, we know it's more not a competition. It, it makes every yeah. it, it, uh, more lists raises all boats. We can love all lists equally. That's yes. exactly it. So I thought we should do a list of songs that their titles are also state capitals. Oh, wow. nice. Oh, uh, wow. Yes. <laughs> My yes. niece was just telling me she's at the age where it's like state capital. She fourth grade. You've got yep, fourth grade, I believe. You got to okay. identify the states on the map and all the capitals. So, yeah, that's like the end of the year goal is to know them all. One of my favorite songs was about Fort Pierre, but I think that was a different. <laughs> Turns out that's not a capital. I was mistaken. Well, if you look at number four on the list, we may be getting oh, something shit. close. I did not look <laughs> down at number four, <laughs> man. I'm not a that great reader. Yeah. So first song will go obvious, very simple one: the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Gaines. Yes. <laughs> Call it Baton Rouge. We listened to this song a few weeks ago, remember? We listened yeah, to the other we version. Oh, it's oh, a killer. What a voice. Yeah. This song honestly made me want to be a long haul trucker. Like, it shouldn't, but it just did. Because I was like, it sounds kind of fun. You're kind of rolling down the road. Ever called home once in a while, then you go back out of the road, start sleeping around a little bit. What, what, what did they call those people, Aaron? Or who, who had the friend? Who was doing the? He, first of all, he wasn't a friend. He was a school bus driver. What was the he was school talking bus about? The, he was talking. He was talking about the lot lizards. Lot lizards. Yeah. I mean, didn't I mean Garth Brooks cheated on his first wife, right? He was you searching for lot lizards in his first wife. Marriage. <laughs> oh no! Baton Rouge is like a, it's like a truck stop somewhere down in Louisiana. He's going to oh state capital. Oh. It is a strange combination. miles. All right, next song. The man, the myth, the legend. We've got Welcome to Atlanta. Oh. For the players play. There it is, Luda. Yes, we got Matt's got his 100 Luda. perfect you, song list. If I had uh, Russ's 100 favorite song list, this might be on there. I said two weeks ago that we need to hear more Ludacris and Matt brought it. There you go. Love it. Wow, so good. Would you have gotten Atlanta as the capital? Would you? anyone guess Savannah or anything like that? Or you all know it's Atlanta? I think I think Oof, I could I go. If I, got that I bet not. I could go forty-eight, Guys, forty-nine for fifty. I no way! No way! Listen, yeah. no, 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 no. We're we are not doing a state capital <laughs> bit. <laughs> we are not doing this. Okay, we will do this on like episode four sixty when we're so desperate and we don't know what else to okay. do. We will do we'll a do quiz capitals about capitals. Then. You think you can get forty-nine state capitals? South Dakota. Don't rob. Oh, South Carolina. It's number South, four on the list. South Carolina. Columbia. Columbus. Okay, is Wyoming. Ohio. Helena. Cheyenne. That's, that's Cheyenne. Yeah, Helena's, Helena's Maine, right? Or no. Hello? No. Helena's Maine. Montana. Montana. <laughs> We're not doing this. Augusta, Maine. Augusta, Maine. Okay. Uh, Delaware. Dover. Wow. Man, I mean, Aaron, he's good. That okay. is pretty good. I mean, he's so good, I'm only going to ask him West, a couple more. West Kansas. Virginia. Charleston. Ooh. West Virginia. How about know. Kansas? Topeka. Rock oh God, you Chuck nailed it. Jayhawk. How about Iowa? Oh man, I never pay attention to that state. It's not really <laughs> much to pay attention to, Don. 
It's got to be Des Moines, isn't it? It's Des Moines. I had a double clutch on this the other day because it used to be Iowa City. Or was I? I think Iowa City was the original capital, maybe. And I was like, wait, is it still Iowa City? I don't remember. But yeah, it's Des Moines. Let me do a right, my impression of an Iowa. Let me do an impression of an Iowa college football player learning that the capital of the state is Des Moines. Okay, Matt, you're the teacher. You're teaching that to me. You're the professor. I'm a college football player at Iowa who's learning the capital is Des Moines. Uh, all right, uh, offensive linemen. Since you guys uh, need some help, let's go over the states and their capitals. We'll go with Iowa, Des Moines. Are you serious? You know what? I bet you a thousand dollars it's not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, That's here's one. Funny on New so Hampshire. Levels. New Hampshire. New Hampshire Concord. Damn, oh my wow. God. Rest. Nice. That's pretty good. And then there's Connecticut, which so, starts with. Hold, hold, yeah. Now here's a here's a good question. Okay. Have Hartford, you have you quizzed your kids good. on these within the last like six months? Well, Leo's in sixth grade, and in fourth grade, he had to go through. Uh, see, so. I could. He's got a little six months. Okay. I bet my kids couldn't name five. I bet they could not. There's no way. There's no way they've learned <laughs> this. There's no way. I can tell you right now. I bet there's no way they would know Florida, Matt, which of course is Tallahassee. How about Texas? What? Yeah. What, what about is Texas? the capital of Texas, Rob? Blake Shelton should tell us. Oh, Blake Shelton. Shelton. A great country song. This is a great one. This is honestly. I always thought this song was about Austin, Minnesota. What the hell? The home of Hormel? Or yes, Hank? I always thought there was spam? about the Hormel spam. This is uh, also kind of in line with the uh, the Garth Brooks song a little bit, right? Calling back home. This is a breakup one call. 90s country singers were secretly the horniest guys in all of music videos. Always. They were always horny. Doing horny stuff. They were always out in pickup trucks. Car I sold it. This is Tuesday This makes me want to go back to a state capital bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not lying. If it's anybody you know this one, Aaron, or no? Wait, I, you guys, I cannot process you talking and the music at the same time. Like, when you ask me a question, I, it's not, I can't do Aaron, it. Aaron, do you ask me? Paul yes, McCartney I do I or Michael song. Jackson? It's simple. <laughs> We've been asking you the whole time. It's like these songs are playing and all three of you guys are talking and I feel like my brain is going to explode. Yes, I do think I know that song. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Don't, I mean, what the fuck have you been listening to? Welcome to Atlanta where the... Try editing this thing. Try editing this thing. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about our listeners. Like, how do they do... How do they... They can't sit... This is why they can't sit back and relax. I go through every little thing of crosstalk and I cancel somebody out. It takes forever because we were all all talking all at once. We're all looking for the guy who talks too much, okay? It could be any of us. (laughs) All right. The the next two, I'm not going to pretend like I know the songs at all. They're just simply for the list. So... Russell, capital of uh, South Dakota. Uh, for Pierre. That's kind of fun. I really like this. I thought she kind of looked like uh, Marissa Tomei, so I'm like, eh, she does look like Marissa. We'll see what it is. Rob, scroll down, pick, a, pick, a, pick the third comment. Do you have any comments? Whoa. Do any comments on this one? I think, can we please, can we please just pray for all the people who haven't found this song yet? See? So who is this? This is Ryan Weaver, R-Y-N, Weaver. 
This is this is art. Listen to this comment. You're currently sitting in a coffee shop, looking outside. The rain gracefully falling. The people walking to those colorful umbrellas that lit up the street. You are contented. Everyone is contented. I, this is beautiful. Either I'm super high, or this is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. Russell, do you think we're going to be the number one Ryan Weaver podcast after we put this one out? Sorry, sorry guys. I can't concentrate with Aaron talking over the music like this. <laughs> I, man, this video has 1.4 million views. I think we I might know. be on the outside looking in on Ryan Weaver. I know. So we might be the number one Ryan Weaver If you guys wondered podcast. if we've been listening to all these on double speed the whole time or extra slow speed, like did Rob ever change the settings back from last week? Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Are you right? Let's try that again. You might be right. <laughs> no, normal. That no, was normal. Okay. <laughs> let's, just, let's just check. Yep, that was normal. Okay. Uh, now, Matt, can I just say this? I'm looking at the email with the last one on it. I could not tell you what state this is. There is no way. You I, can't? No. Why? Who cares? It's Russell? state capitals. Who cares? It's dumb. Harrisburg, PA. Harrisburg? PA. Yep, there you go. Yeah. It's not Philadelphia? Are you serious? Oh, it used to be the national capital. Yeah, that's what I was got moved. Of. All right. So we got some song by Josh Ritter called Harrisburg. Oh. You know this song here? No, but I know Josh Ritter because he has a song about finger banging. No. Oh, come yep. on. Yeah. We can, Aaron, we're an hour and 45 in. You cannot bring up those words right now. We simply do not have time to also make a bit about that. He's got a song called Summertime, and he says... You think we're not going to combine that with this Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney bit? Are you ser- Are you crazy right now? Is that on the finger-banging Pandora that's, station? That's insane that you would bring that up. He's got a song called Summertime. He says, I remember watermelon, finger-banging, purple rain, and being cool. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now we're going to have to go find it. <laughs> it's called Josh Ritter in Summertime. Summertime. You know where he was doing that? In Harrisburg, capital of Pennsylvania. <laughs> I bet you'll never forget the capital of Pennsylvania again. Because this isn't the, yeah. We don't have to do this. No, we do. Watch this. Let's do. <laughs> Keep scrolling. There you the go. Summer. Here comes the summer. There. The undertones. Yeah. This one? No, that's not that's it. the undertones. Guys. Yeah, maybe I'm making it up. I think I might be God, pretty am I high. making this up? <laughs> I think Rob, I'm, maybe I'm making up Rob, a song. Just, just Google summertime, finger banging, whatever else. <laughs> no, <saying>. I can't. <laughs> what? Come on. No. What? Do three out of four then. Okay. God, summertime. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm finger banging. What, what, was, what was the other stuff, Aaron? Is that purple one word or two? Watermelon, finger banging, purple rain. Being Watermelon. Cool. Josh Ritter. <laughs> Purple Rain. Maybe it's Purple not Rain. Josh Ritter. Maybe I'm wrong. Wow. Yeah. Google came back and said, it looks like there aren't many great matches for your search. I've God, never I, seen that. That has never happened. I've lie. never seen that before, ever. Guys, we need to enter the internet. There were so many songs that were close. Am I making this up? Summertime finger banging, watermelon Josh Ritter brings up nothing. God, I, maybe I'm losing my mind. <laughs> it literally says, it says it again. I spelled banging wrong the first time. Oh no! <laughs> what were the what were the lyrics? No. I'm not going to say it again. We're not doing this. This is a this is a fever dream, Aaron had. This is made up. It doesn't this exist. Is crazy. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's crazy, oh. guys. Whoa. We gotta get going here, please. I'm begging you. I yeah. Matt, All right, we gotta tell keep you going. what that was. 
Oh, I put I put so much time for into me? that list, Rob. Oh, for me, Matt, that was a top two list I've heard tonight. Yeah, that was easily a top five list. Next up, yeah. Candle. Aaron, are you going to tell your wife tomorrow about how you got the wrong finger banging song? Or? Of course, I'm going to tell her. I'm so confused. <laughs> Aaron's throwing his real candle list anymore. Aaron, yeah, are, you, wow. are you guys a candle house? Do you have candles? Yes. Yeah. Are they they're going all the time? Um, only after I make pork chops or something. No, they're going uh, like most nights. Russell, what about you? You got some candles going? I don't know. I'm looking at a website called Delicious Fingering about watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we Maybe might be done. Josh Ritter. We, oh, we might be done. Matt, help me. Do you have candles? Do you want to talk about stuff with me or do you want to just all do our own thing? Matt, you got candles? <laughs> you got candles, Matt? <laughs> Time it's to move it on, Rob. Time to move <laughs> it on. Rain King. Uh, we got one. Sarah puts it on. I never, I never light a candle. I just don't. I don't like having a candle. It makes me nervous. Yeah. Having candles in the house. I got my own bathroom too, so it's all good. Yeah. Rain King, and I know what you're thinking. Nope, it's not the Counting Crows version. That would be weird to put it on this album. Kissability. Or the Liver King. Aaron, which one of us do you think? Kissability. Which one of us do you think would be the best kisser? You, and I'll Rob. let you pick. I'll let you pick yourself. It's got to be you, Rob. Uh, I, I can tell you right now, you are incorrect. I just know <laughs> off the top of my head, you are not correct. There's no way I'm the best kisser of this group. Have you seen Matt's letter jacket? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I did. He was a captain. He had a captain a thing. Two year captain. Letter. You gotta make. You gotta make sure Rob doesn't have any Cheetos in his teeth if you're gonna kiss him. Yeah, that's good. Good advice. I. I just. I know. I think it would be. I feel like Aaron would be good at it. Don't you, Matt? Who do you think, Matt? Because I think it's either Matt or Aaron. Oh, Russell Sorry, Russ. for sure. Russ. Yes. Russell for sure. After some Cheetos, if you just give the teeth a quick lick over, they're fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going Russ. All right. Next up. Okay. We're having a trilogy. Probably one of the most famous trilogies of all time. The Wonder. Okay. So, well, I don't even know what to tell you. Move it along. Hyperstation. Hey, Matt, Matt, what the fuck are we doing here, right? What, what are yeah. we doing here? <laughs> Get the fuck, Get the fuck out of here. Move okay. it along. Yeah. The last <laughs> one is high on the list. Eliminator Jr. Yeah. Yeah. This kind of rocks. See, again, this is like... Pearl Jam has a song like this on every one of their albums. Right. Just like testing to see who's still listening. Yeah. And- Keep yeah, their kinda, punk roots. I kind of like that. I mean, honestly, like Prince does stuff like this too, just like testing people out. Just like, are you really going to listen through this to get to the other stuff? Yeah. It's kind of what we're doing on this end of the this late the episode, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or maybe for maybe the last four or five episodes, if you think about it, really, what have we done? Uh, all right, let's get into the rating system. I could go back to the record store and buy some more records for next week. I know people like that. Russell's house yeah. is now devoid of DVDs and full of records. Yeah, good trade. Good trade. His, his, his roommate's like, what the fuck? They got bigger? Like, I really liked yeah. when uh, Dumb and Dumber went up against The Godfather. And then we still need to who get won to that, that again. Yeah, we still need to get to that. Herbie Man or Slapshot? Like, we're just doing all of Russell's media in his house. Final is going to be episode 501, Matt. We're, oh, gotcha. it, it comes down to like the Bible and the Godfather. We don't know which one to eliminate. We're like, oh no, why did we do this to ourselves? This is so stupid. The Bible. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't, you cannot say that. Okay. 
I watch The Godfather all the time. Actually, you do. Oh, I already did that button. Listen, this is 171, okay, on the list, okay? This is, of course, the album Daydream Nation, okay? We've been thinking about it all the time. What do you guys think at 171? Is that rolling well-toned, rolling boned? Now, can I tell you guys, speaking of soundscapes, and please, I know you guys are tired, okay? But I just want to, is this good? Okay. Some somebody out in listener land is laughing at that, Rob. Listen, I think that might be a top three joke of mine tonight. Actually, now that I think about it, so good for me. Uh, One seventy one, rolling well toned, rolling boned, or rolling grown. Aaron, I just want to remind you real quick that rolling tone means it is perfect right here at 171. This is the place for it. No better place. 171, kind of a number palindrome. Didn't talk about that much. Uh, is this rolling well uh, grown? Okay. Where's that button? Ugh. Is this rolling grown? This should be higher on the list, which of course would be a much higher number in this case. Both are going up this time. Or is this a rolling bone? This should have been higher up on the list. Okay, we should have heard it already. I mean, guys, it's it's this is 88. This is way before Alternative Rock. It's yet another album that seems to have uh, influenced Alternative Rock. Aaron, what do you think? I don't like giving rolling groans, but um, I think this one has to be rolling groan. I, it's, uh, I just, I need more, I need a little bit more melody. I, I, um, I respect the music. I actually enjoyed listening to it, um, but I, I think there's just some other stuff with a little more verve coming up for me. So I'm going to give it a rolling groan. Uh, Russell, what do you think? Rolling well sound, rolling bone, or rolling groan? Uh, I had to turn this one off a few times. I couldn't get through it. I know it's probably influential for probably, you know, rock, alt rock, grunge, those types of things. So I appreciate that. But I just think there's probably albums that came after it that maybe were influenced by it that I would like a lot more. So for me, this would be like if if I was wondering if my illegitimate father was Michael Jackson or if oh. it was oh. Paul McCartney and it turned out to be Thurston Moore. I'm going to give this a rolling groan. Uh, Fuck, guys, it's Josh Rouse. It's not Josh Ritter. It's Josh Rouse. Nope. Aaron, okay, let's get let's get into this. Your comedic timing would have been perfect if that was the final joke. Nope. <laughs> and yet, none of us are surprised. Uh, Josh Rouse, finger banging. Summertime. No. Summertime. The name of the song is "Summertime" by Josh Rouse. Watermelon. Fuck. Let's see what comes up. What did okay, you have so to Google to find that, Aaron? I Aaron. just kept thinking about it. It came to me. Eventually. How do you spell Rouse? R O U S E. Robert time. <laughs> We've tried spelling yeah. for Rob. Summertime, you know what? Work well. There's one the called the Summertime Watermelon summertime. Finger. So I'm going to click it's on Summertime just, Watermelon Finger. There, Josh Rouse. <laughs> no, because no, 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 that's go Josh back. Ross. You just missed it. Oh. It's right there. Yeah, this is the lyrics, though. It's not a video. There's, Rob, there's no way your kids ever watch you Google search, do they? They would, they would throw you out of the house. There, it's this song. Okay, let's listen. You know what, well, though? I didn't say we had to... It's actually pretty late. Let's move on. So, Matt, what do you think? Rolling well toned? <laughs> Just kidding. Let's listen. I mean, I remember cigarettes, tube socks, sunburns, and long blonde hair. I was going to make fun of it, Aaron, but I can't. I mean, tube socks. Here it comes. Yeah, it's coming soon. All right. So let's get back to the. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. 
This is going to get us a copyright strike, Aaron. <laughs> Things Replacements guy. Listen, introduced me to I this just song. want to hear the part about the finger. Surprised to learn. I know. Well, me too. There it is. Aaron's right. Being cool. Okay, I just had the wrong name of the artist. This out. This video has six thousand views. It was posted nine years ago. Why am I continuously surprised by Aaron? Do you, do you think when, when Aaron's son is like 20, when, when his Aaron's son grows up and listens to this, will this be like his top five proudest moment of his dad or top yeah. 10? <laughs> top 10 for sure. I mean, Aaron, this is wild. Your kid's listening to Turnstile and you're listening to, you're watching a video from nine years ago at 6,000 views? Aaron, we have more views of our podcast than this video. Do you know how sick that is? Hot sauce and feet has way more. Has way, way more. more. You know what? Way more. Let's check it out real quick. <laughs> sauce on feet. But you know what, guys, this time, because we didn't get through much last time, I'm going to turn it up to 2x speed. Yeah. Okay. So let's see what that's like. Also, views. We're going to be the. Number one, Josh Rouse podcast. Hot sauce on feet. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Hot sauce on feet. You know what? The message <laughs> oh, yeah. is still there. Oh, yeah. But, Aaron, oh, this video has 15,000 views. Way more. 15 divided by 11. Six divided by, you know, what? what's the, what's the math per year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dropping loads all over my hot sauce feet. All right. I don't know what he meant by that. All right. So, let's... Realize we, we, Matt, Matt didn't, we, we didn't get Matt's rating yet. I interrupted. Oh, my God. It's going so long, this episode. <laughs> Matt, what do you think? Rolling well tone or rolling bone or rolling groan? Matt, what were the things that, you were, that you're grossed out now by now that you liked as a kid? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get a chance to answer that? Um, kind of. I kind of <laughs> did. I had to insert myself. Red Bulls. You know, I think that Sonic Youth is one of those bands that didn't, Kind of like replacements, right? I don't know if they really wanted to be famous. I don't know if they really wanted to be mainstream. I don't know if they really wanted to kind of break into that next echelon or if they just wanted to continue their art as they wanted to continue their art and do their own thing. I think they famously uh, stayed independent so that they weren't being told what to do. Um, I respect that. And if you notice... If you notice, Matt, they did not have one of the most expensive albums of all time. They did not. Um, I still think there's a great story. What, what was her name again? Why the hell can I not remember her name? Who's the... Kim, Kim Gordon. Gordon. Kim Gordon. I think, you know, there's, Kim there's some great Gordon. stuff, you know, talking about, yeah. uh, you know, they came out in 1983, right when Madonna was coming out and doing all of this, uh, you know, the feminism thing and what does it mean to be beautiful and what does it mean to be an artist? What does it mean to be a star and all this stuff? And, you know, she had a lot of trouble with that. And I think their music, you know, just finding her identity. And I think with what they did here with this album and some of the subsequent albums is, I mean, they, they really carved their own niche. And I think that I will always appreciate that out of them. Um, as far as this album goes, I think it's rolling well toned. I can hear 
a lot of influence in the music that I like. So Russell, you know, I think you, you said it well, where you said that the, you know, you'd much rather hear some of these albums that they were influenced by, as opposed to, you know, this album, Mm -hmm. uh, listening to it again. And so, you know, I think the, you know, for sure, um, Pearl Jam, for sure. Soundgarden, for sure. You know, Nirvana, they were all big fans of, of uh, Sonic Youth, and they wanted to... How am I doing, guys? I'm trying to draw this out. As oh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing, and I'm not responding, because apparently no, that's what you do right. now. Yeah, no, I think it's rolling well toned. I think, you know, I, I don't know how much I'll listen to this again, but I think it's great music, and I will listen it again. So, yeah, rolling well toned for me. I would say second best album after Happy Birthday, Rob. Uh, all right, my eighth birthday. Unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. What? Shit. Okay. Th- this gets a rolling hypertension. Okay. I recently took a personality test from somebody who is, <laughs> I think, very into personality tests. And it said that I was <laughs> <Yes>. turbulent. <laughs> okay. Which means I was affected by emotions. And this, uh, this album stressed me out. I listened to it. It was very stressful. I couldn't handle it. it my blood pressure went up. Next up, I'm not going to lie. We have Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Russ already spoiled it. Russ, there's a live track on there. Can you tell me where that live track was recorded? It was recorded in Ames, Iowa, and I saw it was recently no voted way, the really? only winner to come out of Ames, Iowa, ever. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> when you want to hear about Boy, that joke took a lot of setup, but it was worth it. <laughs> I will say uh, the podcast, Shred with Shifty. Uh, that's the one I was trying to come up with, and it's with, God, what's the fuck? Foo Fighters guitarist Chris Shiflet, and it's great. It's great. If you're a guitar fan, you should. You guys, you guys, sure this album, this album wasn't Rolling Finger Bang On and (laughs) Watermelon Camp On. Mel, camp Melon? Was that was that this episode? Yes. Oh, this no. was the, we this was the Melon Camp. This episode. is the Melon Camp own. Dear God. Cougar Melon Camp. Oh. I'd like to introduce our camper of the year. For Watermelon Camp, it's raw. I want to get to the part where they're talking. So, like Aaron, again, and I hate to do this to you, just imagine your mom's walking on the street, two people are walking behind her. It's Paul McCartney, Michael Jackson, and they start talking to each other like this. We're not going to fight about this, okay? Paul, <laughs> I think I told you, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <sighs> I've heard it all before, Michael. She told me that I'm her forever lover, you know, don't you remember? <gasps> Well, after loving me, she says she couldn't love another. Oh, no. What, what if it was Thurston, Thurston and Beck talking behind you, though? So, Aaron, we've all been waiting. What is your decision? <laughs> I'll choose Paul. <laughs> Rob, you have to hit that. It's like a triangle. Oh, yeah, right I forgot there. about that part. I don't want it to ever end. 